You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil. I'm sitting here with Matt, and you are listening to a bonus episode all about NBA trivia. All right. And if this is your first time listening to Triviality, normally we have a weekly uh, episode that is one hour. It's uh, about 35 questions of general knowledge trivia. And we're lucky to get one sports question. Exactly. And Matt is always disappointed because there never is enough sports questions. And if it is, it's usually about NBA Jam or something else. But today <laughs> is all NBA-centric questions. So if you're here for the NBA questions, welcome. If uh, you're not sure this is the first time you're listening to Triviality, maybe click one of our other episodes that have a longer title and a number in front of it, so that way you can just get a regular trivia <laughs> Something game. Something with a bad pun as a title. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, today is going to be NBA basketball trivia. Uh, Matt is going to be hosting. We have uh, some great questions from some listeners and Matt, and he can talk about them in a second. But we have some uh, competitors here that we want to introduce. Uh, seems important. Yeah, because we need people to play the game. Yeah. Uh, all right, so our first uh, competitor is coming to us from Michigan, uh, wearing some great Memphis Grizzlies gear. And that is Megan Scholes. How are you, Megan? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I see, if I'm not mistaken, Matt's wearing a Golden State hat. So, uh, kudos. Seattle, Seattle Supersonics. All my, right. My well, it looks, it's a little different. Yeah, so. you, you don't see it too often anymore. Something happened to them. We don't talk about it. <laughs> and you're, you're a big uh, Grizzlies fan, is that right? I am. Uh, I actually worked for them for two seasons. So, um, became a pretty big fan after working with them, uh, just a fan of basketball prior to that. But, you know, when you work for them, you get to go to games and get paid to go to games. You become a fan of them. Seems like a good deal. That's awesome. And uh, being a fan of the Memphis Grizzlies, you personally know Justin Timberlake is what I would assume. <laughs> you know, Justin never attended a game that I was at. Uh, However, Peyton Manning did. There you oh, go. Cool. Did he, Peyton, did... Peyton Manning's wife is actually part owner as well. Oh, wow. And was he pegging kids with a football like he did on SNL? 
no, no. I was afraid that the stat sheet was going to come back at me that I handed to him, but <laughs> got out of the way in time. It's like, where's Peyton? At? He's like, oh, my, oh, my. Oh, he's over there. Okay. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Our next competitor, uh, coming to us right outside Pensacola, we joked on a full episode that he was on that he's five miles outside of Pensacola, five miles five miles outside of Alabama, excuse me, uh, Oakland Five supporter on Patreon, Colin Forehand. How are you, Colin? I'm doing great. We are happy to have you here. Uh, maybe just to remind some folks who didn't hear your other episode uh, what you're doing over there outside Pensacola. Uh, currently I am being rained on and extremely hot, but besides that, um, getting ready for summer cause I'm a teacher and going to be free for a little bit mm-hmm. and just eagerly waiting game four of the Eastern conference finals. Yeah. You're wearing, uh, Enrique Iglesias's favorite player, Tyler heroes, uh, Jersey. So mm-hmm. big heat supporter. Uh, how can you have a super, uh, super smart hat and work for coffee conglomerate? <laughs> I know it's a, I'm a man of mystery, actually. A conundrum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it sounds like you're a big basketball fan. Obviously, you have that jersey on. Uh, are they your favorite team, the Heat? They are. Awesome. Well, we'll hope that you'll bring the Heat today uh, for our competition. <laughs> uh, boo! <laughs> I'm just gonna boo myself. Well, thank Personal you. Personal foul. <laughs> thank you for uh, for joining us today, Con. Glad to be here. And our last competitor, uh, coming to us uh, from the great city of Pittsburgh, uh, home to Kenny Pickett's uh, gloves and hands. Uh, he is a noted Dutch, NBA player. Kenny noted Pickett. NBA player, Kenny Pickett. Uh, <laughs> he is a Dutch enthusiast on Patreon. Uh, he's been on a few episodes, uh, and that is David Feuder. How are you, David? Oh, great to be here, Neil. Hi, Matt. Um, looking forward to, you know, I, I, I did have a Cleveland Cavaliers. You probably can't pick it up, but mm-hmm. it's like their alternate logo that I threw on here, which is sort of, I guess, probably the closest team to Pittsburgh, which Pittsburgh gets interested in when they have, you know, superstar players. That's really about it. No, oh, which only happens once every, once every few yeah. years. <laughs> once in a yeah. millennium, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Big Mark Price guys for a while. <laughs> and uh, what are you doing out, out in Pittsburgh? Uh, not much. We are... Uh, I, I am a I am an NBA fan. It's funny. My um my mother was a huge is a huge uh, Spurs fan, and my father was born in Argentina. So you know we're in big Manu Ginobili uh, house over here, and uh, my son though is a huge Warriors fan. Um, so, but we do enjoy uh, NBA. We'll see how it goes today. Wonderful. Well, thanks for joining us today, as always. Thank you. Well, uh, if you haven't heard these episodes before, we said this is a bonus all about the NBA. The way that the format is going to work, uh, it has sort of evolved uh, over the past few years, but it's going to be sort of a knockout format, like you play it on the playground yeah, at the basketball court. Which is perfect for this event. Very perfect. Uh, and basically, uh, our order is going to be Megan, Colin, and David. We have a bunch of questions that Matt will uh, talk about in credit in just one second, but uh, it's first to five, basically. So if you hit five points... You're in a good spot. Everyone else behind you has to get every question right. And once they miss, if the person with five points gets that question correct, they're the winner. Uh, pretty simple. We have a bunch of questions uh, ready to go. And we have three competitors ready to go. So, Matt, I'm just going to throw it to you. I'm just going to be here for moral support, and uh, you can take it from here. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, thanks to the people that have sent in questions. Uh, we have some from Joe Nguyen, Ian Belovich, Eric Walling, and Sean Hung. And then I also peppered in some of my own questions. Um, The way I have it set up is each round kind of has a bit of a theme you'll see once we get going. So that way you guys all get similar questions per round to keep it as fair as possible. Uh, Questions should start easier and then get harder. But if you get one wrong, then it's, it's not, you know, 
easiness is subjective, right, Neil? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it, it, we ne- you never know what kind of question you're going to get. It could be who uh, who had air in front of his nickname, and the other one could be you know the stats leader from 1977. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's not that that convoluted, <laughs> but we'll see how we're going. Is everybody ready to play the game? All right, everyone is ready. So uh, we're going to start with Megan. All right, Megan, round one, question one. Uh, this first round is all about nicknames. So... According to BasketballReference.com, what current NBA superstar has the nicknames Big Honey, Cookie Monster, and The Joker? That would be the, uh, the MVP himself. Um, now, if you ask me how to accidentally actually pronounce his name, yeah, I can't say it, but Denver Nuggets forward center, the MVP. Yeah, <laughs> Nikola Jokic, we'll give it to you. There you that, go, Jokic. Jokic, Djokovic, Jokic. There's a lot of uh, the Joker. Itches. Is that right? You tell me. To, yeah, you tell me to say Giannis Antetokounmpo. I got that in all, <laughs> all day, no problem. But yeah, that, that's a tough one. But that is correct. I I've never heard anyone call him Cookie Monster, but uh, it might be something that I pick up going forward. <laughs> uh, so correct answer there. So next, we're gonna move over to Colin. Colin, are you ready for your first question? Oh yeah. All right, round one, question one for you. According to basketballreference.com, what former NBA champions' nicknames include Dirty, German Jesus, and Tall Baller from the G? Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki with the noted nickname Tall Baller from the G, as everyone called him. Was that? Did you say Dirty Jesus? He was Dirty and then also German Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was not the Dirty German Jesus, which it might be somebody else. I don't know. There's a lot of nicknames. All right, so two for two so far. And now, David, are you ready for your first question? I am, Matt. Let's go. All right. According to basketballreference.com, what former NBA superstar has nicknames such as Pat, Big Pat, and the Hoya Destroya? Let's go with uh, Patrick Ewing. That's Patrick Ewing. So one for one for round one. Great job, everyone. Yeah, all on the board. Very nice. No one's getting shut out. All right, Megan, question two in round, or question one in round two. I don't know how that's going to work. I'm just going to say question two for you. All right. What NBA team unveiled its team nickname in May of 1994 after a nationwide contest seeking team names and colors? Seeking team names and colors. Nationwide. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to tap. Okay. This was the team that came in 1994 with the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors. Great logo on that first jersey. One of my favorites. Yeah, very, very, uh, a little bit inspired by Jurassic Park, I would say. All right, Colin, your second question. Phil Jackson won 11 titles as coach for the Bulls and Lakers. He also won two titles as a player for what NBA team? New York Knicks. That would be the New York Knicks. All right, and David, question two for you. Shaquille O'Neal announced his retirement after the 2010-2011 season when he played for what team? Cleveland Cavaliers. He actually finished up that season with the Boston Celtics. I think he played for the the Cavs the year prior. I always forget his late career teams because you always associate him with the Magic and the Lakers. But yeah, he played for the Heat, the oh the Heat too, right? Suns, Celtics. He didn't win any. He didn't get close to winning with any of those other teams. The Heat he won with. The Heat he won with. Okay. You remember that one, right, Colin? That was a good one. Uh, That was a nice year. Yeah, (laughs) I like Uh, that one. There was All no right. ref malfeasance. <laughs> we don't talk about that. There's, there's no Maverick fans here, so it's okay. We're among friends. Uh, round three, this is the first question for Megan. 
Prior to Kevin Durant accomplishing this feat in 2013-2014, who had been the most recent player to have won both a Naismith College Player of the Year and an NBA MVP? Seems like I cranked up the difficulty immediately <laughs> after the first round. <laughs> just a little. Um, I feel like I'm going to go with an obvious answer and just say Jordan, but I don't think that's right. It was actually after Jordan. This was in 2000. This would be Tim Duncan. Oh, Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. All right. Colin, question, uh, question three for you. Whoop That Trick is a song closely associated with what team, notably played at their arena on May 11th, 2022? Uh, sorry, Megan. Uh, <laughs> Memphis Christmas. Oh, it just didn't work out in your favor, Megan. I'm sorry. I know we said this during the recording. These were all randomly put in order, and we didn't know what order the competitors were going to be in, and Megan would have had it if she was the second competitor. So, Yes, the Memphis Grizzlies are closely associated with Whoop That Trick. I just like saying it over and over. It's it's super fun. <laughs> All right, David, question three for you. What NBA star recently became the first player to record 200 points, 100 rebounds, and 50 assists, 50 assists in a single playoff series? I'm going to say Luka. Luka it's actually, actually going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm. Wow. So that's, uh, that's David's first miss here. Uh, Colin's the only one batting perfect so far. All right, Colin in the leadership spot right here. Uh, so this next round uh, is all gonna is gonna be about uh, draft day trades. Uh, the next couple of rounds actually are gonna be that. I'm going to tell you what the team uh, received, and you're gonna tell me who they traded, more or less. It'll make sense once we get to it. All right, Megan, you're up first. Uh, in this trade, Golden State received Anton Jameson. Who did they send out? Was it Kwame Brown? This was Anton Jameson for Vince Carter on the draft day trade. All right. <laughs> uh, Orlando receives the draft rights to Anthony Hardaway and three first-round picks. Chris Weber. That was Chris Weber. David. Seattle receives Olden Polonies and future draft picks. That's Scotty Pippen. That was Scotty Pippen. Good poll. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Or call she, the police. Or call the police, <laughs> like she should have, exactly. 
quickly. What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then from beneath the Hollywood sign is the gin joint for you. All right, uh, Megan, uh, round five is going to be the same type of question. Uh, so we're going to do one more of these. Uh, so for you, the Charlotte Hornets receive Vladi Divac. Jordan. This would be Kobe Bean Bryant. Oh, that's right, because everyone does. Yeah, he was drafted to the Hornets first, right? Yep, and then traded to the Lakers. Ann and I just talked about that today. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Well, that's what happens. You're on the mic, and then uh, the brain power goes down 10%. That's what happens. <laughs> Every single time. All right, Colin. Atlanta receives Sharif Abdur-Rahim. Paul Gasol? The answer is Paul Gasol. Wow. Okay. All right, and the final question for David. Well, I wouldn't say final, but it's the final question for David because uh, Colin's got five. But we're going to ask it anyway. This is one. Of my, this is one of my favorite trades. Uh, the Bulls received Tyrus Thomas and Victor Kriapa. I never learned to say his name because he never played. Kriapa, Kriapa. I don't know. I'm not sure. I've never heard of that person. Yeah. I have no idea. Tyson Chandler. I have no idea. <laughs> this is in the long line of uh, Portland Trailblazer big men. This was Lamarcus Aldridge. Oh. Oh wow. Well, uh, after. Five questions. Uh, Colin uh, had five in a row, uh, which makes him uh, today's winner of the NBA uh, bonus trivia. Um, sometimes it can be a longer game. Sometimes it's a little bit quicker. But congratulations, Colin, on your uh, perfect game there. Thank you. Uh, unexpected. Got pretty lucky in some of the questions. <laughs> Practicing your, your free throws. And yeah, as we said, the questions kind of come in any order. But uh, it's only just a little bit into this episode. We have a lot of questions. So we're just going to go same order all the way around just for fun, uh, just for, for brownie points here. So we'll go uh, right back to Megan. Uh, Megan, who is the shortest NBA player to ever play in an All-Star game? Nate Robinson. It was not. It was actually Isaiah Thomas. Boston's Isaiah Thomas. I don't believe Nate Robinson played in an all-star game. I believe he was in the dunk contest. But we're going to look it up because I'm pretty sure Nate Robinson is shorter than Isaiah Thomas. He was five foot nine. Oh, no, Isaiah is shorter than that. I don't think he ever made an all-star team either. Nate Robinson? I doubt it. Isaiah Thomas? Yes. Yeah, no, Nate Robinson. Oh, okay. He's five nine as well. Um, as far as the all-star game... I don't think he's ever made an all-star game. Yeah, I think he was just the slam dunk contest winner. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, okay. similar heights. All right, so after some research, Nate Robinson would count if we were talking about the slam dunk competition, but he never made an all-star game, so the answer is IT3. I think Wait, that does celebrity great. game count? Because he wasn't a celebrity game. <laughs> <laughs> I think if celebrity games count, uh, Bieber's shorter than all of them. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Kevin Hart? Oh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah. Three foot eight Kevin Hart is actually the answer that we were looking for there. All right, Colin, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna get a question you're not going to get right. We're going we're gonna to find one here. We're going to trip you up. Uh, what New York City high school point guard senior year was captured in the 2005 documentary Through the Fire? 
Sebastian Telfair. That's Bassy Telfair. <laughs> Got that one right away. New York City legend. All right, David. Who is the current NBA player whose father, who also played in the NBA, allegedly killed a lion with a spear in his youth? Brick killed a man with a <laughs> trident. That's all I, he- all I heard. <laughs> is Bull Bull? It is Bull Bull. Wow. Great pull. Great bull. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Megan. Um, Let's see. In a game against the Chicago Bulls in 2018, Clay Thompson set the record for three-pointers in a game. How many did he make? 11. He made 14 three-pointers. Ooh, close. That's a lot of three-pointers. It is a lot of three-pointers, and they were absolutely crushing the Bulls, and he kept shooting (laughs) because he was going to get that record. Is Is that 42 points? Uh, in just three points. Just three yeah. points. Wow. Yeah, he was he was on fire that game. That game actually uh, contained all three players who are in the top five for three pointers made in the game because I think Steph Curry has three of the top five. Uh, Zach Levine has one, and Clay Thompson has the other. A lot of a lot of good shooters on that court that day. Uh, Colin, the only two players to win the NBA three-point contest three times are Larry Bird and what Chicago Bull who won it in 1990, 91, and 92? Steve Kerr? That was Craig Hodges. Yeah, wouldn't know that. I've never even heard of Craig Hodges, and I liked the Bulls. Craig Hodges was only known for making three-pointers in the three-point contest. Wow. Um, he actually didn't even make a team in 93, and they let him join the contest wearing a jersey to just set NBA on it. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, good, good, good. Craig Hodges stories. That's what I'm here for. All right, <laughs> David, um, who is the oldest player to appear in an NBA All Star game? You used him before, but I'll say Vince Carter. Uh, oldest player in an All Star game was actually the 41 year old Kareem Abdul Jabbar. He, he, you know, when you're when you got that sky hook, you don't have to run too much, or as the the person on airplane says, uh, dragging uh, Bill Lambeer <laughs> up and down the court. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Megan, which future NBA coach won the first skills challenge back in 2002? Steve Nash. Oh, that's a good guess, but it was actually Jason Kidd. Is that true? It was either one one or the other that I was going with. I think Steve Nash did win one, but I think it was like 04, 05. So Steve Nash is the coach of the Nets? Kind of. Or kind of. He's on the, well, he's... (laughs) He coaches the team. Oh, he co- oh, I see the, what you're saying. In the sense that, and then who who does uh, Jason Kidd coach? Jason Kidd is the coach of the Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he was he coached a few teams. He he's kind of been around a little bit, but um, Colin, while Cedric Sabalos has the most famous blindfolded dunk um, dunk making dunk contest history, it's a hard sentence. Uh, what then Hornet star also attempted the feat in 2001, only to completely miss the rim, the backboard, and any other parts of the scoring apparatus in the process? I know exactly what we're talking about. I've seen it, and it's hilarious, but I don't remember who. Mm. Larry Johnson? <laughs> Not Grandmama. It was actually uh, Baron Davis. Oh, way off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, it's it's really funny if you haven't seen it. I would definitely look it up because he he's like I think a lot of times the blindfolded dunk they can see through it or they pull it up or whatever. But this man was completely blind. <laughs> he was full bird box and it did not go well for him. All right, David. What then teammates and now podcast hosts 
were the subject of a documentary detailing their first years in the NBA titled The Youngest Guns in 2004. Mm, I don't know. I'll say, I'll guess JJ Reddick for one, but I have no idea on the other one. Uh, they were clippers, um, noted for oh. headbands and fist pumping your own headband. Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson. Quentin Richardson. Yeah. Do you want to do uh, two more questions each match, or Matt, and we'll do the tiebreaker just for fun to end it? I would if I had that amount of questions, but this will be the last round. Oh, there you go. Last round and a tiebreaker. We'll do there that for fun. There we go. All right. These ones are actually kind of hard because this is we're going to be the last ones. Um, these are uh, well-known superstars who switched jerseys and teams near the end and then had to pick a new number. So I need to know what their new number was on the team that I say. So there's a good chance that you guys won't know these, but it's fun to think about. So for an example, I'm guessing is Jordan's not on there. Jordan's not on so there. So for example, it would be Jordan when he came back after retiring, it would be 45. Yeah, but a better example would be if he went to the Wizards and then was like number 17 randomly. Okay, I see. But All he right. wasn't. All right. Megan, yours is going to be Charles Barkley and when he was on the Rockets because he couldn't be number 34 because Hakeem Olajuwon was already there. I swear I was talking about this the other day, and I think he's number 14. You're so close. He was number four. Ooh, he had the four in there. <laughs> All right, Colin. This was the memorable Carl Malone year on the Lakers. What number was he on the Lakers? Pretty sure it was 12. One off. He was number 11. <gasps> <laughs> Him and Gary Payton riding the bench on that, that Lakers team. And then David... Uh, well, you're wearing a Cavs jersey, so this one might actually be easier for you. But it's Dwayne Wade on the Cavs. It is not easy. Because um, <laughs> no one remembers him being on the Cavs. He was three on the Heat. Mm -hmm. maybe, or maybe he doubled it and he was six. Uh, he doubled it again and was number nine. Oh, that's not how doubling works. <laughs> well, David is over the internet upside down. I think he just read it wrong. Oh, Maybe that's yeah, it. That has to be what it is. Uh, well, we ha I think we have one more question, which was going to be a tiebreaker in case we had a, a tie throughout the game, and everyone can give their guess for this one. It's just kind of a fun little question. Yeah, it was it was from my favorite slam dunk competition, 2005, when they decided it was broken because Chris Anderson, the Birdman, needed several several attempts to make two dunks. Um, how many attempts did it take him to make those two dunks? We'll start with Megan. I think it was 12. Colin, what do you think? 21. And David? Uh, my son's football jersey is 32, so let's go with that one. 32. It took him 32 attempts to make two dunks. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Well, what a great way to, to end the trivia today. Um, I just can't imagine being in the arena while he tries to dunk a basketball 32 times. Especially if like it's really silent in the arena and it's just really embarrassing for everyone. But um, well, thank you very much uh, to everyone who submitted questions today um, that were read. Matt did some of them, but uh, who else submitted questions for us today? Um, yeah, our questions today were submitted by Joe Wen, uh, Ian Belovich, Eric Walling of the... Benchwarmers fame. Benchwarmers fame and podcast. And then also Sean Huang. Well, thank you so much to all of you. And to our competitors, let's start with Megan. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. It was so nice to meet you for the first time. We know you've been listening to the show, and uh, it was nice that you wore some some uh, grizzly swag for us today. Uh, any last words uh, from you today? Just, you know, Colin, you did whoop that trick today. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, thank you, Megan. Uh, hopefully we'll have you on a, a regular episode at some point. Thank you for joining us today and giving us some time. Uh, Colin, uh, great job today. Uh, five for five to, uh, you know, get the victory today. You were like, uh, an old neighbor of ours here in this uh, area of town, Jeff Hornacek with his uh, free throws, just knocking them down left and right. Rubbing his cheek. Rubbing his cheek. So, uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Any last words from you today? Uh, I just have to thank Bam Adebayo and, uh, <laughs> thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. You are welcome. Uh, That's and heat culture in action. Is it heat culture? Yeah. Uh, it's hashtag heat culture. Yeah, sorry. sorry. My mistake. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Colin. And uh, David, thank you so much uh, again for joining us today. Uh, and uh, any last words from you? No, it was a lot of fun being here. I knew I was in trouble when the heat alternate jersey popped into the uh, <laughs> popped into the room. So as, it, as Pittsburgh doesn't have an NBA team, I think I did okay, but that's not surprising. But uh, it was a lot of fun being here and great job, Colin. Yep. I think anytime someone's wearing an alternate jersey of a team, you know that they're a pretty big fan of that team because most people just want to get the quickest jersey they can. I would think. I mean, I don't have any alternate jerseys. I guess I had the Jordan one that was black, which was awesome. The, mm-hmm. the black jersey, which is one of my favorites. But Yeah, if you're a Bulls fan still wearing your Eddie Curry, it might be time to upgrade. That's probably what it is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, thank you to our competitors, uh, Megan, Colin, and David. Thank you to everyone listening. Uh, once again, if this is your first time listening to Triviality, this is a bonus episode on a specific topic. You can go to our feed to go to our regular episodes, which come out every Tuesday and run right about an hour. Uh, we uh, thank all of our patrons for allowing us to do bonuses like this. So if you'd like to join all of our wonderful patrons, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast. And Matt, uh, you are a huge basketball fan uh, and hosted today's episode. Any final words for the podcast from you? Uh, no, I'm just so excited to be able to do something where it's all sports all the time. Really made me happy. So thank you for indulging me and all the sports fans out there. There's some of you. Awesome. Thanks. Well, yeah, thank, thanks, everyone. And uh, we will see you next time for another bonus episode. And until then, for Matt, David, Colin, Megan, Jeff, Ken, my name is Neil. And uh, that was Triviality. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? (laughs) We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts, search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.